0: This is Sportscasters Anonymous. A weekly podcast about sports, all sports MLB, the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, collegiate football, and collegiate basketball. But there's more. We'll even talk about sports video games, sports movies. It's all here. You're listening to Sportscasters Anonymous on the Random Chatter Network, broadcasting to the globe from Jacksonville, Florida. This is Don and Chip. Hey, everybody. Welcome back.
1: How you doing? We hope everyone's doing well. This is Sportscasters Anonymous. My name is Don. He's Chip. This is episode number 16, recorded on August 2nd, 2020. We are happy with the sports of palooza we had this week. Chip, my man, how's it going?
2: Uh, It's going well. It's going well. I have one question for you, Don.
1: Go for it.
2: What team do you hate more right now, the Miami Marlins or the Houston Astros?
1: Marlins. Marlins. Marlins.
2: You think they they have trumped the Houston Astros as the most hated team in, in the world right now?
1: They have, and we will get to it as to why later on in the show. All right.
0: <laughs>
1: so there, that, uh, that, the first argument has been settled.
2: <laughs> I, was, I was hoping for more of a more intellect, like, intricate dialogue, where like, man, I got to think about that. But no, okay. Like you, no.
1: You went My right mind through, is made right up. Right throat. You know it. <laughs> okay. So other, other than that question, Chip, how are we doing this week? We're good,
2: we're good obviously that was a that was an easy question um so uh, I'll go through the 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 housekeeping with how to contact us um so you can always contact us at our email mine is uh chip at randomchatter dot com or you can contact Don at his email which is don at randomchatter dot com uh you can follow us on twitter at which is at sportcast anon that's a n o n you can always join us on Discord under Random Chatter, where we have sports and pop culture talk. Uh, you can support us on Patreon uh, under Random Chatter, or you can buy our stuff at the Random Chatter or at randomchatter slash store.
1: Well done, Chip.
2: <laughs> yep, yep,
1: yep. And before we go forward, I also want to throw uh, throw a pop out there to our friends of the show. We mentioned them last week. DesCreates.com. Um, my friend Des does amazing artwork, bunch of sci-fi stuff, random drawings or whatnot. If you want to have something custom created, reach out to DesCreates.com. That's D-E-Z Creates.com. And also, we'd like to again mention our good friend Hydrox22. Uh, he's a streamer, plays Sea of Thieves. He's actually been playing some other games as well lately too. So on that's Twitch.tv forward slash Hydrox. Hydrox and the number twenty-two. And with that being said, Chip, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Let's talk about the news and kick off with some NFL updates.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna forewarn everyone. There's not there was not much news that happened this week, so a lot of it's gonna be going over uh, recaps of sport. It's because we had a massive amount of sporting events this, uh, obviously, and uh, honestly, in the past like three days. So
0: it's but, beautiful. Uh,
2: the the nfl the first thing we're going to go out with so as nfl uh training camp starts to ramp up there's been a lot of big names and a lot of people that are just not uh are opting out of the season some of the big ones uh like most of the actually most of them have been from the patriots so you should be happy don like there's been like i think seven or eight people from or players from the patriots that have opted out Matt LaCosse was the one that was one that opted out today. Geronimo Geronimo Allison opted out today. Uh, We have C.J. Mosley from the Jets. Uh, I'm just going through the list here. Damian Williams from the Chiefs. Nate Solder, offensive tackle from the Giants. Devin uh, Funchess from the uh, the Packers. So you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers loses another weapon. Not that he had a whole lot there. Keith Goodwin from the Eagles. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, Star Latule from the Bills opted out. Uh, Patrick Chung from the, the Patriots. So so definitely a lot. Dante H- Hightower from the, the Patriots. Brandon Bolden from the Patriots. Again, it's like everybody from the Patriots just doesn't want to show up, which, rightfully so, they're going to suck this year. So why not just sit out the season? But... It, it started with with a Kansas City chief and now it's it's up to a lot of players are opting out i blame the marlins for that they're scared so <laughs>
0: we're
2: going to start right off with that like i don't yeah, think we'll if, if, the, if the marlins did what they did i don't think all these players would be opting out but so what do you what what is your thoughts on cuz a lot of these players are just opting out because they're they either had recently had a kid or they have a younger kid in their family. That's kind of been the same sentiment as a lot of them are opting out because of their family, not necessarily their own personal conditions. What is your thought process on the players opting out because of their families?
1: I give them props for it. I mean, this, this is your job. This is your job. This is what you're paid for. But these guys are also looking at the bigger picture, it is one year of, of their career, one season, and as it stands right now, we don't even know if the NFL is going to be able to play a full season. We're hoping, but who knows what's going to happen a month from now, two months from now. So I I, I take my hat off to these guys because I'm sure it, they didn't just go, you know, I, I'm the breadwinner in the house. Here's what I do. They said, what should we do? Let's talk about this with their spouse. And they said, you know what? I, I'm going to err on the side of safety. Um, And I don't want to risk bringing something to my family. That's very thought out. So I I don't hold it against them whatsoever. I I think uh, I applaud the NFL for giving them a reason to opt out. Excuse me, not giving them a reason, giving them the ability to opt out. These are personal decisions that players have to make. Some will want to play, some don't want to play. Um, Those that are opting out because of family issues and, you know, for some of them, there could be other issues at home, uh, kids or family members with underlying health conditions we don't know about, uh, that could be a case. So I, I give them credit for putting their family first.
2: Respectfully disagree. And I'll tell you why. Shoot. Sure. The, the only way that I think that it is appropriate for you to opt out is if you, are at, if you yourself are at a higher risk or you have a family member that's at a higher risk, to give the reason for opting out because you have a young kid in the household I don't think is is uh, a good reason and the re- and studies have shown and we can go back into all the medical that that the the younger the the person the less likely they're going to be affected by covid so to use that as an excuse I think that's just you making an excuse not to show up and, well, I mean, and that's you know. my feeling on it like I think I think your your job is to play football and that's unless you have some extraneous circumstance I don't think you should just say that you're going to opt out because of that I don't like having a having a young kid who's healthy at home or or a, a family member or anything like that and your entire family's healthy like there's no reason for you to opt out why would you opt out and I think that a lot of people. I think, again, and I don't want to harp on it because we're going to talk a about it, but I think they see what's going on with the Marlins and how many people are getting tested positive for it, and they're choosing not to adopt for, out of fear. And I don't think that this is something that they should do. So they, do you, they're, paid, they're, paid to play, they're paid to play football. They should go play football unless they have some type of medical reason not to.
1: So do you think then that they're using the cover of I am so, i don't want to say cover, but to put it in in the context of what I'm about to say, you know, I, I'm sure all their intentions will give them benefit of the doubt. They're, they're, they have honorable intentions. But let's say, for an example, that they're using it as a cover saying, I'm opting out for the protection of my family. But as you pointed out, do you really think it's a fear of, if this thing goes boom, I'm in the middle of it? So... I'm staying home to protect my family. When in actuality, it's I'm looking out for myself.
2: I I think it's a lot of them looking out for themselves and then using their family as a scapegoat. I think that, like, because some of them, like, they're not they're not getting paid a lot to opt out. So it's not like, but but most of them that have opted out have already made millions of dollars. I think that there is a lot of people in this world that don't have jobs that would pay that would love to have a job right now Mm -hmm. and. Sports have been the saving grace, m- both mentally and um, you know emotionally for a lot of fans. And
1: sports has always we, been that rallying cry. When when times are down, you have sports.
2: Which times are down right now? And yes. you can use your platform to like watching sports over over the last few days. And and I, I I wanted to touch on this later, but I'll put bring it up now. A lot of the commercials, uh, some of them were like. You don't know what you're missing until it's gone. Like, like we never, we never experienced anything where we're without sports for three months. Um, But sports are coming back. People are getting like the morale of of everyone's getting better. Like people are getting ingrained. Like you you can kind of see it. Like it's, it, it feels like some type of normalcy. And, and as an athlete, you can provide that for people. So it's not necessarily like you're not necessarily playing just for yourself, but you're playing for the rest of America. And In unless you have some, yeah, the, the world, whatever, whatever, whoever watch, like whoever's watching the sport, especially football, it's an international sport. Like there are a ton of international people that watch football. You you need to like the NFL came out with very strict and 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 are monitoring the situation and trying to make it as safe as possible. Um, I mean, it's it's the same as like. Uh, these players could opt out they could walk to the grocery market uh grocery store and get covid like there's not really a way to minimize it in in that sense or not a way to, to eliminate and it's it
1: possible to avoid it
2: correct you can get it any way possible like you, you could walk outside and get it just by somebody not wearing a mask or somebody near you and coughs and you just walk down the street or something like that like so yeah. so you could walk out of the house and get it but you're you're the nfl is doing and putting all these these um restrictions and safety measures in place to minimize you contracting it and and i think that as as we'll we'll talk about the mlb has has not been the greatest example of this
1: and believe them for now I think <laughs> we'll I think the NFL
2: that. has it a little bit easier because they only play on weekly games and they can do testing weekly because what's happening is we're seeing with the major league baseball is they're playing every day. So like tests that are positive, aren't showing up till the next day or the day after that, or right. the, the incubation period is giving them false negatives rather than false positives, or it's giving them false positives instead of false negatives. So it's like, there's not that where you can have them, you know, They're practicing, but you can have multiple tests before a game to say like this person actually has it before they go and play and spread it to a lot of people. You can do certain things to to distance them. So I think that it's easier to contain it in football than it would be in in, in baseball. And I think that unless you have some type of medical – uh medical reason behind it like you have asthma or you have a comorbidity like a lot of the linemen like i can understand linemen opting out because a lot of linemen are diabetic and that is a huge uh risk factor for covid and having it be uh, more damaging to your system but at the same time like some of these are high performance athletes that you know it, it like like some of the wide receivers are in great shape amazing shape don't have any comorbidities probably don't have any lasting effects and they're opting out and it's like their their family has no medical effects so it's not none that i know of and if they do i, I apologize but like
1: but you think the majority of it is they're using the family's cover
2: i think a lot of them are using it as family's as cover because they want to season off and they want to rest themselves for an entire season because of because how growing football is if you could take a season off and still get paid, like that might help you out in the long run. Like you do your own workouts, you you keep in shape, and you cut you have a year of resting that you can come back and 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 play well. Um, a lot of the like if you look at a lot of the players that have uh, opted out, they're either not marquee players or they're marquee players that are on bad teams. Um, and I think a lot of that is well. My team's not really going to do anything this year, so why not opt out? Or like why not like take the year off and and rest my body and, and maybe we'll be better next year. Um like the, everybody knows the Patriots are not going to be good this year. Yeah. Even if they have Cam Newton as their quarterback, they're not going to be that great.
1: You got no um, stock in that one, do you?
2: No, I don't. I don't think they're going to be great this year. They just don't they don't have they were they were barely good last year, I think Tom Brady was a game manager and they got away with a lot of lucky wins so i don't see them doing a whole heck of a lot this year and i think a lot of them saw that like what's the risk reward of me playing versus not playing well why don't i wait a year opt out and then next year i
1: play so you think a lot of it is is i I can take the year off why risk injury take the year off heal up we don't know how the season's gonna pan out anyway so i'm gonna roll the dice on this
2: yeah, and I, I think like I I honestly think uh, if if the situation of the Mar- Marlins didn't happen this week, you would not see as many players opting out.
1: Right. Well, um you know, we will uh we will we will touch on that. You know, uh, as far as this conversation is concerned, uh reach out to us on Twitter and Discord, tell us what you think. I mean, this is one I would like to get the public's opinion on and see see what they uh what their feeling is towards the players. Uh, in our other NFL updates, or excuse me, not our NFL updates, but NFL news in general, Chip and I were discussing this, and we did. Uh, I did see a while back there was a, a mention of it in our Discord server. So, Chip, we we are kicking around the idea of doing a uh, sportscasters anonymous fantasy football league.
2: Yeah, so we want to do. We want to gauge some interest. We'll do a uh, football league. It, it'll be. It won't be for money or anything like that. It'll be completely free, just for fun
1: um and you know oh, bragging rights pride and bragging rights
2: and and <laughs> uh, you can try to you can try to beat me and don at, at, at what we're good at which is sports uh we'll take that challenge um and, and we just want to gauge some interest so uh, we'll probably post something up on discord and see who wants to join um it's kind of in the early stages here if we get a lot of interest then we'll, we'll go ahead with it we'll see what platform works best um uh, I used yes I used them all in the, in the past so I, I'm familiar Same with here. all of them. Same here. Um so we can come up with something. It'll probably be like a standard league and then we'll we'll post up when the the draft day will be and 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 all and all that stuff. So um but I wanted to ask you Don um before we move on with that uh sure. if it, outside of us having a draft what who would be your first pick like how how do you do a fantasy football draft what is what is your like my strategy drafting yeah
1: strategy so uh everybody has their thing right everybody has Mm -hmm. their thing um and, and i've been doing it uh i've done fantasy football for many years i've won numerous league championships uh some of them i had to grind out and some of them i'll be honest i got lucky you know uh, a player got injured and I happen to have the backup on the roster. Some people like to go with their quarterback first. Some like to go with the running back first. I usually hold off in later rounds to that. I'm I'm usually looking at, I usually like to take a wide receiver uh, in the first round. Is usually my, my go-to. How about you? Uh,
2: I usually, the way I break down is I usually go running back first. Um, and I try to pick up yeah uh, good running backs early. Uh I always was under the thought process that you can always pick up a good receiver later in the draft because after you get past the first like three or four, they're all hit or miss of what game they're gonna do well on.
1: They're a dime a dozen.
2: <laughs> yeah. At that point, whereas it's like just who whereas like running street? Yeah, whereas running backs it's you only get thirty two of them and maybe half of those are actually productive. Right. So and usually most leagues will have two running backs. So I usually try to get those pretty quickly. So that I'm like, all right, I have my two running backs locked in. Um, they're essentially going to get you a majority of the points uh, when you when you play because they're going to get yards. They're going to get touchdowns, especially if you run heavy team um and with receivers you you could have a receiver that just doesn't catch the ball that entire game and then he gets no points or you have a receiver that's a touchdown machine and all he does is get touchdowns but he gets no yards uh you can almost like with most teams they're going to run the ball like they're going to get touches so oh, they the, have the, to run
1: the ball they don't always have up, to pass yeah. it but they got to run it
2: yeah yeah so the the person that's going to get the most touches outside of the quarterback is the running back so I usually try to go for running back first, then I go for wide receiver, and then I kind of look at where the board is and um
1: Is that where you were, it, make your value your you make your value judgments at that point?
2: Yeah, like if I see a quarterback that I really like that I think's gonna do well this year and he's starting to move up on that draft board, then I'll draft the quarterback. Um I try to stay away from my home team. So I try not to draft like Eagles players. Um that's just a personal thing because I tend to
1: Overvalue that him, guy that's your guy because you want him I to over, win me <laughs>
2: I, I overvalue him the only time i actually ever draft anyone is i'll draft like zach Ertz or i'll draft uh, a kicker let's it's, be honest it's Ertz is a
1: good pickup no matter no matter who your team is <laughs> yeah <laughs> or Ertz uh, is great
2: or eagles defense because usually no one ever picks up eagles defense and they're usually a good solid defense um or at least a good backup defense at that point. But the, I, I don't usually pick like the quarterback or the wide receiver or the running back. I've just, I, again, usually I overvalue them. And it's it, it, when trades come along or, or someone wants to, or I, I have to get rid of the guy because of some reason, because there's another guy there. I always have like a favoritism spot there. And I can't I'm like, Oh, I don't want to get rid of him Cause I've seen him do this like three games ago. And it's like, I can't, can't differentiate the bias.
1: You you have to. Uh, what I realized early on when I played fantasy football is, y- you you got to kind of look at it as an owner. You can't afford to be a fan. Hey, I really like this guy and he normally does good. That's wonderful. You've got one week to get that roster right for that week.
2: Yeah. So how that, you that's... feel
1: about the player? Like, like I'll be honest. There there are seasons um, during uh our, there are fantasy football seasons that I've played. Where I'm like, you know what, I hate his guts, but I got Gronk out there. Or you know what, I hate Brady, but I'm starting him this week. You know what I mean? It, I, you got to put all that aside. And some people just can't do it.
2: Yeah, it's why I just try to stay away from from that, <sighs> and 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 just not even draft uh, players from my own team because I I sometimes have a hard time doing that. So that's just my my philosophy. Like you Mm -hmm. said, everybody has their own philosophy. I know a lot of people that go quarterback first. Um, I'm not a big fan of that because again, you can get like not many people like usually when I first started doing fantasy football was like quarterbacks, you got to be your first pick every single time. And now it's kind of gotten to the point where people don't pick quarterbacks first. So you can like pick a, an Aaron Rodgers up in like the seventh round and he'll be still sitting there and he'll still get you a decent amount of points every game. Um, I think that, A lot of it turns out to be luck because I've gotten like really good players week one and like scored like 150 points. And then the next week, my star running back breaks his leg and now I'm out of star running back and I didn't have any good, decent backups. And now I'm trying to scramble the rest of the season. So sometimes it's a lot of luck. But, uh, you know, each person has their own philosophy. You have to kind of play around with what works for you.
1: But, like you said, um, we give us feedback, give us input uh normally the um the fantasy football leagues that I've run before, I usually do the draft on like the Sunday or Monday before the season starts that Thursday night, so if there are any injuries in preseason or last minute changes or whatnot, everybody can be assured that they get uh, uh a good roster, you know what I mean, yeah, and, so and then we the, get, like to, to put. To kind of put it in that perspective, if we do get enough people interested, we have about a month to put this together.
2: Yep, and the the kicker is going to be um,
1: no pun intended
2: that that the uh, COVID and how that affects your rosters because of who might or might not come down with that. Yeah, so. that's,
1: uh, that's kind of like uh, – that's the kind of wild card in this. You could, have a, you could have a great roster and guys just start going down. I mean, who yeah, knows? Yeah,
2: so it'll be an interesting season. But uh, we're going to move on. We want to get to everything. So NBA, we had the NBA opening weekend.
1: An amazing weekend.
2: It, it, it feels – so I was thinking about this today. You know how March Madness you have all the games going throughout the day? Yeah. Like it, it feels like that, but at the same time, it's like usually when you get to day four of it, it's like, all right, there's not that many more games. Like, we're gonna have this every day for the next like two weeks.
1: It's beautiful, plus, isn't it?
2: <laughs> plus, plus plus we have NHL that started up today. Like I forgot NHL started yesterday and like I was like, Oh, I was like, I don't know if Flyers play tomorrow. I'm like, I wonder if there's games today. And then I went on and I was like, Oh, there's games on, I better put my lineups in for today. Uh yesterday. And I was like, I went I went to go do all my lineups today, and I was like, like I got like I usually put in for those that don't know I usually am like the low when it comes to betting that stuff like I don't bet a lot I was like I usually do like a five dollar game or something like that and where I put in 20 lineups and that's my only thing like today I put in like 20 bucks and I was like it's like wow I was like and I I wasn't even like betting on a lot of games I was literally just betting on like each sport and it was like man there's a lot of sports going on right now and and it's just it's a great time to be a sports fan but it's just it was insane. With, if with, you're a betting guy,
1: on. it's a great time to be a betting guy too. Now, Chip, um, because I, I I don't know if I dragged you in into DraftKings or I just helped get you the itch, but, <laughs> but you know what? We need to reach out to them and see if they want to sponsor the show. We mention them every week now, so <laughs> that'll be it.
2: Yeah, I mean we definitely you
1: know, do. I'll but, take some uh, free entries. I'm cool with that. So
2: yeah, so we had a we had a, the games have been amazing. Uh, I mean, for the most part, like I don't think there was a couple that weren't like really that good. Um, And there were more of the ones that I didn't really watch, like like even like the really bad teams like Washington, Brooklyn today. Like I didn't have any interest in watching that, but it it turned out to be a pretty decent game. Um, They're
1: they're playing with that do or die attitude that if you look at a lot of these players in the NBA, they're playing as if like this could be the game that breaks their season which for some of them, it really could be.
2: Yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's like, it's, it's all like, not necessarily do or die, but it's, it's seeding. And like, even, even the game earlier today where it was uh, Boston versus Portland, like Boston was up 24 points, but then you saw Portland just get hot and come back and then it, they made it a game and they ended up uh Boston into winning by four, I believe it was. But like you had, you had like some of the matchups are just, I was just like, "Wow!" Like you had the Clippers versus the Lakers to open up, and you had Houston that was versus a Dallas,
0: great game. which
2: the the Houston versus Dallas game. I, I texted you guys like they scored fifty points in the first quarter. Yeah. They almost had a hundred points after the at halftime.
1: Yeah, we were not, wondering. Not, we were wondering in the second teams, half.
2: Like each team.
1: Yeah, we were wondering in the second half when you sent the message. You are like, "Holy cow, we might see each team score two hundred points."
2: yeah like, and I wasn't
1: watching the game at the time and you sent me the message and I'm like I gotta see what's going on I was like oh my god
2: <laughs> like it was absolutely insane I, I was watching it with my buddy and he, he's like well he was explaining to me that like Houston and Dallas are the most offensive efficient teams there and I was like yeah but where's the defense like there was no defense like you just saw guys ro- driving in for layups kicking out for threes like it was just like back and forth and it was like, it wasn't a blowout one side or the other. Like it was back and forth and I think it ended up going into uh, overtime or, or something like that. But man, it was, it was like a, it was like 160, 150 to 145 or something like that. Like it was just insane how many points were scored. And I was just, like, but th- those were the games. There was you had Boston versus Milwaukee, which was a really good game. You had the Philadelphia versus Indian uh, uh, Indiana game, which was a really good game.
1: And that's an um, unbiased opinion. I want to point that out.
2: <laughs> that is an unbiased opinion. I, I, I'm I'm a little bitter about the game because the ineptitude of the Philadelphia defense to stop TJ Warren from scoring 53 points is just. But it was ridiculous. still a good game.
1: But I. But do, it was a um, good game. Listen, uh, let me let me ask you uh, on the topic of NBA. Well, we, you know, we're a couple of days in, into the, the restart of the league and, and you and I joked about this last week for the purpose of fantasy sports, the Joel Embiid, we were hoping to show up, showed up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> did. Like, like the, the, I, the only problem the, the, the Sixers had with their game and the reason they lost was they could not play defense. They, they everybody showed up. Um. You know, for the most part, I think Shake Milton was the only one that really uh, got in foul trouble early and just never caught caught his footing, um, which hurt Mm -hmm. them. But Embiid showed up, Simmons was there, Harris scored thirty points. Like they they played a decent game, they just could not stop the Indiana Pacers' offense. They had no answer for. Uh, what they were doing and and you know that that comes down to Brett Brown and his lack of coaching, which if you're in the vicinity of Philadelphia, you know how terrible the coach he is. but um it's i, I he, it wasn't the only great game like that was probably one of the, like the lowest of the great games that we had like Boston Milwaukee was an amazing game. um the l a Lakers Clippers game was just insane with how it was. It was definitely like a, a a showing of the Western Conference Finals. Um hands down that's gonna be the Western Conference Finals. Uh it, I don't think it gave a true gauge because the Clippers were without half their team because of quarantine issues, but it they definitely still played
1: well considering what they did not have.
2: Correct. It it's I think their downfall is the, they're gonna have lack of cohesion because they haven't had all their players there together playing uh-huh. multiple games. I think the Lakers uh downfall could be and it was shown last night when they lost their game against the Raptors was if you shut down AD and LeBron, who else is there? And yeah. AD and LeBron had I want to say mediocre games because for them a bad game is still someone's good game.
1: Yeah, a um, bad game for them is someone's like uh, you know like career day.
2: <laughs> yeah. So like once they were able to like slow them down they didn't have anywhere else to go and it showed up and the Raptors were able to hold, hold them off and, and win the game. So there it's just been a, a lot of really good games. And if you want to watch some really good quality basketball,
1: this is the time
2: pick up, pick up one of those games because there's Any so many me. this week. There's so many this week and everybody's playing well. And it's they're, they're starting at one thirty, and they're going till midnight. Um, like we have two games going right now. We have, uh, you know, Milwaukee and Houston's playing right now, which is a great game because it's it's James Harden versus Giannis and Russell Wells versus Chris Middleton. And it, it, like there's so many superstars on these teams and everyone. It's got that playoff atmosphere. So there's like so much passion and they're playing with so much passion. Um, even though it's not like it, it, the games mean stuff, but they don't really mean a like a, a winner go home kind of, mentality but it, it it's it's essentially playoff basketball it's the best time to watch basketball
1: it, it's absolutely marvelous to watch right now now i, w- I wanted to ask you because i was going to allude to this earlier but before we talk about um the games on our radar for this week so l- let me ask you this mm-hmm. w- with all the sports that's going on right now i mean I'm, I, I started to lead into it and i got sidetracked so for for us playing our, our daily our, our daily fantasy right Mm-hmm. We, we we've you and I have now gone through a, a full calendar year not counting this year of sports right mm-hmm. so you know we, we we'll start off with baseball and when you're starting baseball season you got hundred sixty two games you're not watching it too much basketball march madness and the nBA is when it's starting to heat up football season's already ended or, or you know um Football season's over, and, and hockey's getting into the playoffs, so you're not focused too much on baseball because you got plenty of time. Um, and, and basketball season's where it's really getting at, right? Then a couple months into it, that goes down, and all we have is baseball to worry about for the summer, right? That's it. There's nothing mm-hmm. else unless you're a golf fan or a NASCAR fan. But for us, we can just sit down and analyze the baseball rosters, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and this is that we're in August now, we're in this type of year. We're just we're looking, talking about who's hot for the playoffs for baseball, what a season it's been. Now you look at the calendar like I did this, you know, my wife goes, I, I see sports are on and whatnot and, and you're doing your your fantasy. You know, what do you have today? I'm like, I got basketball games from uh, early afternoon till the night. I got baseball from noon to about seven and I got hockey from about one o'clock to, to midnight. And she goes, so basically I'm not going to talk to you all day. and i'm like well i you know i i do a sports podcast but uh i'll see what i can do but have you had that in like the last day or two where you're like what lineups can i play and you're just like oh my god what do i pick
2: yeah i did that that? yesterday and today i looked at the games and i was like oh i like that game i like those matchups oh i like that matchup I like that matchup because you can do a showdown for every single game. Yeah. Usually you can only pick keep one or two
1: and check two.
2: <laughs> And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, I've already picked out like four games. I'm like, all right, I got to step back. Which games do I think that I can win money on? Because at this point I could play all of them, yeah. but which ones do I think I'm going to win money on? And that's been really the, the, the challenge. Um, and like, like I said today, today was, they had a lot of good games and I'm like feverishly that like, Ten, eleven o'clock putting in my lineups or reserving spots for my lineups. um and it's just it, it's gonna be an exciting next two weeks. i I just I, I can't wait it It started off this weekend and it's just like but I, I don't get much do. I don't get much done during March Madness at all because I'm watching so much sports, and that's not even the it's like a small version of what's going on right now and and no. I have finals coming up and i um I'm, I'm kind of concerned as to what might happen. So. we will figure
1: out a system for you buddy <laughs> no, all, all, i'm trying you know, i'm trying to
2: fit in sports and studying at the same time it, it, yeah. it's working so far but we'll see how it goes
1: if we can uh, get you in was... the bubble if we can get you in the bubble court side and let you study during the game would that work
2: yeah i i, I no probably not
1: no you wouldn't be studying at all but... <laughs>
2: <laughs> my books would be on the the side of the court i'd be jumping up and down um, uh, you've never seen me truly watch a basketball game before. It, it's not pretty at all. I get well, I really you watching
1: a football game and that was bad enough. So, <laughs> uh,
2: it's 10 times worse when it's in a basketball game. Oh, let's put it this way. I had my own dad tee me up in a game because I was so passionate and yelling at him.
1: There we go. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Um, so <laughs> we can keep moving here. We're having a good time with this show. I'll tell you, um, games on our radar for this week, which games do we think look amazing this week?
2: Yeah, so I'm gonna read off the ones that I I, I highlighted that I thought were gonna be really good, and then you can say which ones that you think are, are, are which ones you agree with, or which ones you would are gonna look out for. So, uh, we have Boston versus Miami on Tuesday at six thirty. We have Miami versus Milwaukee Thursday at four o'clock. We have the Lakers versus the Rockets Thursday at nine o'clock. Boston versus Toronto on Friday at nine o'clock. Then we have the Clippers versus the Trailblazers Saturday at 1. And then we have Milwaukee versus Dallas Saturday at 8.30. Uh my game of the week would probably either be the, the Lakers versus the Rockets or uh Milwaukee versus Dallas.
1: I I um I uh I like option one. Definitely. Like,
2: like there is gonna be some definite uh, heated animosity between those two teams
1: oh yes
2: <laughs> um and i was just looking at this boston versus toronto that's gonna to be a good game but i, I just well, i don't know it, i don't it'll I don't be think a good it, there's not really a rivalry with toronto like it, they're just there well, they're
1: the defending champs there is now
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know they just uh, don't like uh but like, it's boston you want to see boston lose i was happy that well, they lost I, I in hockey today is, but
1: My question is, like, during the season and now going into the restart, it it was kind of like what we said about, like, Philadelphia last week. Which Boston is going to show up?
2: Yeah, it was a tale of two halves today. Like, they had the really good Boston that couldn't miss a shot and were great. Jason Tatum was hitting every shot he threw up. Like, literally everything he threw up. He was, like, twisting in midair, throwing up a three, and it went in. And then the second half, they came down to earth and they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. And dude, I, I probably, swear to God, in that, got on. So,
1: I swear to God, in that first half with Tatum, dude, you could have put him on a pair of figure skates, man. <laughs> oh man, he was and the way he they was had, moving. They
2: had, they had a hand in his face, and he was just jumping up over him and scoring. It, it, it got to the point where it was like he had like thirty points in, in the first half, and you're just like, all right, th- like he's on, and. Ice them. <laughs> no no one can stop them and then then they got iced at halftime. Yep. So half you know the, the halftime killed him.
1: Coaches coaches talk in sports like during halftime or like in hockey in your intermissions when you do it, you know, and people go, Oh, well, they go into the locker room and make their adjustments and this and that, and there's the reason why. <laughs> you you wonder what they're doing, they've legit did something. Because I will they shut I will him say that
2: <laughs> i will say this on off of the uh, on a, a different topic i really liked I, I i i know i gave them a lot of uh negative feedback about everything that they were trying to do with the stadium and all that stuff i actually really like how they have it set up i like the like the crowd noise while you don't really hear it and you don't really pay attention to it it does drown out a lot of the uh, sneaker squeaking, squeaking yeah. and like the other stuff that you would normally hear in a gym that kind of is annoying, uh, but I like how they they have the fan board up on the side and you can see the fans and, and the announcers are there and they're making fun of everybody. Like it I like how they have done it um, and how they have set everything up. It seems to be working and it's it, it doesn't seem to be a distraction. Um, yeah, hockey. Yeah. when I watched hockey today. Like again, you had the crowd noise pumped in and it was it was cool. I liked how they did the home court, like the announcer like if you are supposed to be the home team, your announcer for that like your home court is announcing and they play all of your um like entrance musics and your like scoring music and your uh your logos and everything are displayed everywhere so it makes it feel like it's a home game without like the fans obviously but uh, I did like I do like how they're doing it, so I did want to give them props. um, and that's across all sports, uh, except for baseball, because baseball I haven't really watched this week, but we'll get into that.
1: Um, I, I just so. real quick, I, I wanted to point out because you beat me to the apology because uh, I watched uh, i I've been watching it. Um, you, you know, for baseball, the Yankees have been playing, and once basketball came on, I'm like, <laughs> you know, this is you know, I'm gonna watch basketball and try to watch both and I just like a look at the score like okay yep that's what's going on and back to the basketball game and I know with you I, I was with you and going man these video boards I don't think it's a good idea it's going to be a distraction I've, it, it's actually been the, the way they set the video boards up they really did a good job with it so I, I owe them an apology as well um when when you're watching it just seeing like how some of the fans are reacting like you know they're at home in front of a webcam. Um, It's kind of funny to see, like, you know, how are they going to react as opposed to being at a real game? Like, I know I was watching one of the players make a free throw in one of the games, and they were showing the video board behind the basket, and you see people, like, getting up close to their webcam, sticking their tongue out and making, like, all, like, these funny faces and whatnot. I kind of chuckled. It actually made kind of, like given the situation that they're in, it was like, actually, you know what? Have fun with it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I, um, it was funny when I, they first started playing baseball and I, I turned on the stream and I was watching it. I thought it was a video game and I don't know why. Maybe it was how lit up the court was and how the design of the court and how I saw like the video board in the background. But I was like, this looks like a video game right now. Like I didn't like, and maybe it was because sports hadn't been on for so long and I've been used to watching video games that I thought I was yeah. like, Wow, this looks like a video game. And then it was like, I mean, now that I've watched it a lot, now I can, I've gotten used to it actually being real players. But it, it's just, it's crazy that, like, that was my first thought when I was watching. It was like, man, this looks like a video game. And, and like when it's actually real, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this, where's the, what the sports you speak of?
1: Wait, wait. Um, well, I mean, wait, when you look at it and go, this looks like a video game, you have one of two ways to approach this. Either like this is fake and this is ridiculous, or. Did they release the new version already? <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. You know? But uh, we want to get on to everything, so we're going to go on to baseball. Uh, we won't stay on this way, way too long. So so I would like to put out there that Don got a stay of execution. Uh, the, the Phillies did not beat up on the Yankees this week. And the Yankees uh, didn't
1: beat up on the Phillies, so talk your trash, buddy. It's happening no, starting Monday. <laughs>
2: we hope we hope it's starting from this monday we know last show we yes. said was gonna do it so uh what ended up happening on sunday probably right before our show uh and right afterwards was my the Miami admit. Marlins Miami Marlins basically played sunday where four of their players tested positive or had symptoms for covid uh and over the course of a week It turned in four, turned into 10, turned into 14, turned into 18 or 19 players. Um, And it has basically sent baseball through a whirlwind right now. So there's a lot of fallout from it. Um, The Marlins have been quarantined since last Sunday. The Phillies have not played since last Sunday uh, because they've been getting tests in, which uh, they had three positive, which they think, two of them were false positives uh which is good so it seems like the marlins were the only ones that had this and it was all in their clubhouse uh so they had to redo a lot of the scheduling um you got to see bob manfred be an idiot again because he kept getting asked about it and he kept giving one answer and then giving another answer and is he the worst owner or like for worst manager of a sport that you've ever seen because i commissioner
1: leader yeah. i you know what no let um let's continue going on with the news and then i'll give you my take i don't want to hold the show hostage so
2: like, like i i, I just, sit there and like every time he opens his mouth i feel like it's just idiot juice that comes out like he, he, like, he warns that, like, the first thing he came out and goes, uh, he's warning everybody that players don't take responsibility for their actions, that that it's going to shut down baseball. And then he's like, we're still playing. We're not quitting. And it's like, it's like, and it was like a day later he came out with this statement. Like, I feel like he just needs to be seen to be heard. Like, he's not, like, just, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating because I think he's just an idiot that they put in charge. And so let like, me
1: ask you, who do you think would get charge? booed more? The commissioner of baseball or the commissioner of the NFL?
2: Oh, Bob Manfred, hands down. <laughs> That's not even a question. Roger it, Goodell, it,
1: I hope you're listening.
2: <laughs> like, Bob Manfred, like, could literally give everybody in the stadium $1,000, and he would still get booed. Yeah. Like, it, like he could just start handing out cash to people, and they would still yell and scream at him and boo him as they're taking his cash. Uh one of, the, one of the effects, because they want to start pl- and make sure they play all these games before uh, the end of the season, and they want to make sure that they get them all in, um, they've now made doubleheaders go to seven innings. So when you have two games, it'll be seven innings. I think that's ridiculous. It changes the entire dynamic of the sport, but thank you, Miami, for it, it, making this happen. Um, so they approved that this week, so any doubleheaders that there will be will be a seven-inning game which will allow your uh, baseball teams to not necessarily have to play a starter for those seven innings. You can play a relief pitcher. It saves the pitchers so they don't have to pitch as much. Um, and it allows the games to be shorter so that they can get them all in, in a, in a timely fashion. Um, that's pretty much it. The, the other big news of the week was the Houston no. Astros against the Dodgers. It was so we not had a
1: our- big surprise. It First might be big news.
2: Yeah. For a player throwing at the Astros. Um, and I watched the video. I really don't honestly don't think he tried to throw at him. I just think the ball slipped out of his hand because he's trying to throw a breaking ball. And you obviously like you watch it, it goes behind the guy. Like it was it was it was like a Dr. Fauci trying he to throw even, well, he and,
1: even made fun of himself. The pitcher even made fun of himself going, Well, you know I have control problems.
2: Yeah, I want to put that up there now. (laughs) So like, like I think it it was Bob Manfred just suspending him just to make a statement because he said he didn't want anybody throwing at them, and you can take it, you can make it of two ways: either he's trying to be proactive with it and nip it in the butt before it becomes a bigger issue, or he's protecting the Astros, which a lot of people think that he's protecting the Astros. I, I can see it both ways. I just don't think that they were trying to throw at him. I think that um, I mean, it's Houston. It's the Dodgers versus the Astros, and that's gonna be a big matchup every time they play. So
1: now listen, uh. listen, listen. you can you can that people are gonna spin this, however they want to spin it to to fit their narrative, okay? Now, like some will go like, I don't even know why he did that because he didn't even play for the Dodgers during this rivalry, or during the cheating, excuse me, okay, I get that, but you're you're the guy in the bag and you're defending your team. So there's one aspect to look at it. The Houston is now acting like, oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this when they screwed teams out of wins and possibly a championship. So please don't sit there and go, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening to us.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, it's definitely like- we 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 were kind of expecting it to actually happen. The fact that
1: we almost talked eight. about taking bets on it. Come on! <laughs> I
2: know they, were, they had they had a Vegas had a line on it. Uh, but their eight knew. game suspension is pretty harsh. Like I think the highest suspension that they've ever done was five games, and it's for a relief pitcher. So uh, I know he was appealing it. I didn't know if they ever came out with the results of the appeal, but I don't think Manfred's gonna as, actually.
1: As did, far as I know, that. right now. Um it's still under appeal, so of course he can still play um while yeah. he's appealing. So the the way I see this, um, I think yeah, I, I watched it. I, I watched how the whole thing transpired. Okay. No, well, I mean, well,
2: before you go into that, like uh, so the the what happened was he threw behind him. Uh there were some words. And then they were walking off the field, and one of the Dodgers players, uh, Carlos Carrera, started chirping at Joe Kelly, who was the guy who got suspended. And Joe Kelly started chirping back, and then there were benches cleared, and everyone started yelling and screaming at each other. (laughs) So, like, it it wasn't fights, but it was like everybody was just kind of yelling, screaming at each other.
1: so So the way it comes down is he didn't just buzz Carlos Carrera. He also buzzed Alex Bergman before that. So it was twice. Yeah. Okay. So in Kelly um he's appealing his 8 game suspension. Uh the Dodger manager got one game suspension and Dusty Baker who's the Astros manager got a fine. Okay. Now the the way the way the ban equates and this is why people are thinking maybe this was overblown. Uh in a normal in a normal season an 8 game ban you know, seems like kind of a long band, but especially if he's a relief pitcher where you could be playing every day, right? A little over a week. Okay. Plenty of games, 162 games, right? Eight games. No problem. Um, with this being a 60 game season, the way it equates, it's the equivalent of a 22 game suspension. That's nuts. There's no need yeah. for that. Now, obviously the commissioner warned everybody about it. So this was a warning shot because he does have to get control of it. Otherwise this is going to get ridiculous. Like think of regular rivalries, like the, the Red Sox and the Yankees. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, if they don't, if they don't get a lid on the Houston LA thing, people are going to get being left and right. Um, oh yeah.
2: It's, a, it, 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 you know, again, it's opening up Pandora's box. If he doesn't make a big statement with it, I could see like a lot of teams are going to start throwing at the Astros and not, not necessarily a lot of teams, but like, you're gonna see every game they're getting thrown at. And then it's players, yeah. and then it's a player safety thing at that point.
1: Now, now a player safety thing is important. Now, but I also want to say in in not to defend Kelly, but you should have known better. Even before the the season got can well, not canceled, but postponed, and when players were reporting for spring training, the question was floating all over, and baseball was already saying we're not gonna to tolerate any of this, not even in preseason games. So for Kelly to even go, well, hey, you know, my control's not that great. If you'd done it to one batter, they might have looked the other way. You did it to two. Yeah. So coincidence, you're even if you are not the greatest control pitcher in the world, okay. First of all, you're a major league baseball pitcher. You've got some sort of control, or you wouldn't be there to start with. So if yep. it was one batter, you probably could have got away with it. But two batters, come on, man. Who are you fooling? You know, no, I, but, I
2: I agree. I think I think it, like you can't say or t- go with what the player was thinking. I just know I saw the one they threw the Bregman and it looked like it slipped out of his hand. Um Yeah. I don't know about the I didn't see the one he threw to Carrera,
1: but And then, but and and but I also want to say on the flip side to that, right? It's Houston and l a. everything's going to be over scrutiny. Now, you know, could it have been coincidence that that it happened? You really didn't have control of the pitches? Maybe, but the fact that it's Houston l a, you know, come on, you know what I mean? It, <clears throat> <laughs> that's too coincidental. I'm sorry.
2: yeah, I mean it it, it was it, it's definitely going to be under a microscope. Yeah. Um so but some of the games that we're looking for forward to this week, obviously the Philadelphia versus the Yankees will we'll, we'll you know report it. on a we'll report on a four game sweep for the Philadelphia Phillies next week. One of us won't uh, be here
1: for the show next Sunday.
2: Washington versus the Mets on um, Tuesday and Wednesday. Then you know Miami versus the Mets. Miami returns. Yay. Uh, there's a, there,
1: versus... there's the next team that's gonna start getting beamed with baseballs, dude.
2: Yeah. Uh, Detroit, oh, yeah. I hope not. Detroit, Detroit versus St. Louis, uh, Houston versus Oakland, Atlanta versus Philadelphia, Friday through Sunday. Uh, most of these are later in the week, Friday through Sunday. Chicago versus St. Louis, and then Milwaukee versus Cincinnati. Those those are the pretty big games. Um, obviously, the Philadelphia versus Yankees is, is bias here for us um
1: personal baby that's
2: <laughs> but i'm that's looking that at that, that that chicago st louis series at the end of the week is is going to be pretty insane too um I, I so haven't,
1: I, I haven't had a chance to ask you have you been um obviously you're following your team and i'm following my team but have you looked at some of the other teams man cincinnati yeah cincinnati, i saw that they cincinnati were doing past, Yeah, they yeah
2: they're, they're they've got um they're they're they've always had good hitting. It's just their their pitching hasn't been been there. Like they haven't had good run differential. So I saw that they're 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 been pouring it on as of late. So yeah, man, it'll be interesting. It'll definitely and, be and, interesting.
1: And to follow up with that, I I wanted to ask because uh, you know I I am a Yankees fan, but for certain reasons I've always had a soft spot for Milwaukee. What's going on with Milwaukee? <laughs>
2: I don't know, maybe man. They're Every showing team up. Team that has talent, but Yelich had like maybe what one or two good games, and then has been non-existent
1: since then. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, you know, it, come on. So, come on. Um, <laughs> but we do have the
2: NHL kicked off yesterday. Um, yes, I know we I were waiting for that, and it already started out with some drama uh, in the first game. So. I don't know if you saw this. I saw the the highlights of it, but there was a, a Winnipeg Jets uh, player who took a cheap shot at a Calgary Flames uh, forward. You can't really see it on the replay. It's very very subtle and Got minute,
1: hard to see. <laughs> but
2: yeah, like you can see it by the blue line camera that they have because it was at uh-huh. the blue line. But he he, they're basically both going to the boards and. The, flame, the Flames guy gets hit in the boards, and all you see is him go down. Well, supposedly the Winnipeg um, – excuse me, I got him backwards. The Jets guy goes down, and the, the Flames guy intentionally kicked the back of the skate uh, of the, of the, the Jets center. And it looks like he cut his leg with his skate but basically made him wipe out. He, he was in a lot of pain. They had to help him off the ice. Um, It was definitely like a cheap shot. Like you can definitely see him lift up his skate and touch the back of his skate. And the way, way hockey is everything that they have is sharp. It's not like they're dull or anything like that. So like a little like touch of the skates to something or a touch of the, the, the hockey blade to like your skin will puncture it right away. Like those things are like, knife edge sharp so he just like kicked the back of the 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 skate of the one player and it's definitely like that's a career threatening thing because (laughs) if if he cuts him deep enough he can cut his achilles tendon and his career is over um so it'll be interesting to see how the game plays tomorrow night now that all this has come out so that's a good game to be watching out for, because uh, there might be some, how can I say?
0: I had blood. Emotions. <laughs> yeah.
2: Emotions that, that they go there, because they, they, they're playing for a, uh, a playoff spot. That's one of the qualifying games. So it's not like one of these round robin games that they had, where they can lose one and still be okay, and still be in the playoffs. Like, this is, they're fighting for their lives. So there might be some very heated emotions coming out tomorrow night during their games and, and on Tuesday when they play. Um, so that will be interesting, but some of the other results that we had for today, uh, the Canadian Canadians beat the penguins. I'm thoroughly happy about that. I do not want to see the Pittsburgh penguins in the playoffs. So if the Canadians can beat them. I will be jumping for joy and you will see me be extremely happy next week. Uh, the Coyotes beat the Predators, and the Philadelphia beat up on Boston. So happy about that. You have no idea how much I hate Boston. I almost hate Boston as much as I hate Pittsburgh, and that's saying a lot. Boston has always been a thorn in the Philadelphia Flyers' side, so to see us destroy them 4-1 um, and to see the Flyers come out and just out them gives me so much hope for a Stanley Cup.
1: Chip, can I apologize to you ahead of time? No. No? Uh, I was going to tell you, in that game, I was really pulling for Boston. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry.
2: Well, now I really hope the Yankees get swept. Our friendship is
1: over. (laughs) Uh, um, The last couple days of hockey, there's been some great games, some great hockey. It's great to see everybody out there on the ice. Sadly, this is yet another sport where my team didn't make the playoffs, and the Philadelphia team has.
2: Yeah, because so we all know Philadelphia is better than than your teams. So. The rest
1: of the Northeast, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but going out, you know, hot games this week.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. So we have Washington. So the way that they do their games is just it it's it's weird how they have this this qualifying setup so there are a lot of good games because the teams in the eastern conference and the teams in the western conference they're split in half so the teams that are one through four all play each other so you have matchups against like one versus four two versus four three versus four and then you have like one versus three one versus two and then one obviously one versus four and -hmm. it's a round robin tournament and that dictates the seeding for one through four then you have five through twelve i think it's five through twelve uh whatever five through whatever it is they all play each other in a win or go home playoff series so you have like the top teams playing each other so there's always a good game on every day like i went through it and i was like wow this is a really good series wow this is a really good series wow this is a really good game so i'm gonna read off a whole bunch of them um but basically, you turn on the TV and if you want to watch hockey, and there's a good game going on. Um, so we start off with Washington versus Tampa Bay on Monday. And then we have the Jets versus the Flames. Uh, their series continues Monday and Tuesday, and then it'll go beyond that if, if it needs to as far as uh, who wins that uh, playoff round. Then you have Dallas versus the Golden Knights. Then you have Montreal versus Pittsburgh Wednesday, Monday and Wednesday. And then beyond, if necessary, we want to see the Canadians win. Sidney Crosby does not need to be in the playoffs. Uh, Tampa Bay versus Boston. Colorado versus Dallas. Then you have Washington versus Philadelphia on Thursday. That's going to be a great game. Uh, uh, Golden Knights versus St. Louis Blues, uh, the defending champions. You have Vegas... Golden Knights versus Colorado, Dallas versus the St. Louis Blues, and then you have Boston versus Washington next Sunday, which is going to be another really good game because those are one and two in the Eastern Conference. They're going to
1: beat the heck
2: out of each other.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is good news for Philadelphia. Let them beat the heck out of each other, right?
2: (laughs) Right before they go into the playoffs. I want to see Boston go down to like the second or third seed. So. Yeah, so we don't have to a,
1: see them. I got the a, I got a soft spot for Tampa Bay. They're they're as close to our local team as you could get, I guess. So, uh, I, I I think maybe I'll pull for Tampa Bay, and we'll see how they do.
2: Uh, my roommate's a Golden Knights fan, so I I'm I'm rooting for Golden Knight the Golden Knights. I would love to see a, a Philadelphia Golden Knights playoff, and um, the Phil- obviously the Flyers winning, but me bragging rates right, but so, let's say
1: but you know what just to make it interesting we'd like to, to see a series go seven games right
2: yes yes, yeah? yes. okay that fair enough <laughs> all right man what else uh, we got so we're gonna move on to random topics um I really wanted to talk about this because uh, it's college football and and not necessarily continue our, our discussion from last week but
1: this is there's some
2: stuff. big big news and there's some stuff that came out this week that I have some strong opinions about so the ss sec the acc including notre dame because they added notre dame in there because
1: for
0: this
2: yeah notre dame's like play <laughs> the acc but they're not part of the conference they're in their own little bubble i don't know i don't know how that works but uh notre dame joined the acc with football
1: i said i'll take the time to explain that to you someday
2: yeah, yeah, I I always knew it's there, and I've I've been explaining it a million times. It just still doesn't make any sense to me. But um, the the Pac-12 and the Big 12, they all came up with uh conference-only schedules. I think they're 10 games long. Um, there's a lot of other like different programs that got cut or aren't playing. But the it, it seems like the way that this is going is all the ma- like the the major conferences, like I said, the ones I just said. Are playing all the minor conferences are basically not playing. So, those teams that would be vying for a national championship or have a team that would be vying for the national championship are going to play, the rest aren't. Um, and, an interesting news that came out was Pac 12 students of the team, and this is where my strong opinion comes in Pac 12 students um, are banding together to threaten to opt out. Because of safety issues, is the majority issue that they have quoted. There are a lot of other issues that they have in there, which we're not going to we're not going to touch on. But um, they want to. There's like economic issues. There's political issues. There's fair compensation. There's but the majority is is the safety issues over COVID. I'm sorry, you're a college student. If you don't want to play, then you. Don't show up for class, then you lose an eligible. Like, like it's the same thing. If any student, like, if I didn't want to show up for class, then I would get a a get a a zero for that semester, or I would forfeit that semester, or I would have to go back in class, and I wouldn't get a year of college. Like, I I, this is this is for me tough to swallow. As far as like, I I get the fact that they're concerned about their health but at the same time
1: they're rolling a bunch of issues into it at once yeah like like first of all
2: fair fair compensation you can't get paid to play anyways What what are you talking about for fair compensation like they want to like economic support you're already getting free rides like what else like a lot of this is just it frustrates me and, and mind boggles me on like how you guys could think that like you could band together as a, as a PAC 12 and say like, we're not going to play because you guys aren't coming up with good safety measures. Like if you don't want to play and you want to opt out, that's fine, but you shouldn't, you should, you should, there should be repercussions. You should lose your scholarship. Um, you shouldn't, you should have to pay for that semester or you should not be able to show up to class for that semester. Like, that's just how it is. Like you should sit out the semester of class. Like that you're, you're a college student going to school. Like, I don't have the liberty as a college student to say to my school, Oh, I don't want to show up. I just want to go virtual and you guys can deal with it. Like, no, that I'm a student enrolled in this college. It is, it is a right for me to be enrolled at this college. It is a right for them to have accepted me. And, and I should have to show up. And as much as I don't agree with a lot of the things that they're doing, I still show up because I want to get the education. Like I want to be there for it. Like, so it's not me, the same thing as if you're getting paid to play for the sport or you're, you have a job and, and, and you don't feel comfortable going to your me, job. It's, it's completely different.
1: Let me, let me elaborate, um, some on the college. So have you, have you taken in all the information or did you just see some of the bullet points, um, on what the, uh, the Pac-12 players are saying? Out of curiosity. I,
2: I read probably about half the article and then I just, okay. I couldn't, I couldn't read the rest of it. Okay. Cause so I read, I read it. Yeah.
1: That's. In fairness, that's why I wanted to ask, because I don't want to grill you, you know, if you're not aware or if, you, if you've read read all of it. So I just I wanted to see. So as far as the players with safety concerns, not wanting to play. Um, you're talking about Cal, UCLA, USC has told most, if not all, of the student body to stay home and take classes online. But they want but the players are brought back for campus. So that's the first thing. Is a lot of the colleges, especially in, in the in the hot spot areas for Corona, the student body is not being brought back to the school, but they want the players to come back to campus and play football games. So I can see why they're a little irritated with that.
2: No, I agree with that. I didn't. Right? I, I, yeah. I apologize. I did not know. No, no, that, no, no. That no that's they, okay. That's all, that I'm happened.
1: here to put it all out because I want to see if maybe your uh, your feeling on it will change afterwards. So they have a legitimate gripe with that. If we're telling the entire student body, you're not coming back to campus, but you're a football player, you're going to come play football. That's not right. You are you are technically first and foremost, you're a student, correct? Correct. So if the student body is not being allowed back to campus, you should not be an exception to the rule. (laughs) You are still a student, regardless if you're an athlete, you're still a student at that school. Number. Two, when they were talking about compensation, this goes back to what we talked about last week with the compensation about getting paid for your likeness and whatnot, but they're still working on the rules on that one. So to me, you can't really bundle this issue with the likeness and whatnot into the issue that they're talking about safety because I know, especially in California where the law is passed, this is still something they're working on for the 2021 season. So to bring it up now, that's kind of like when baseball was having its back and forth. You're trying to get a leg up. That's not the time for this. If you're worried about safety, let's talk about safety. Now, another thing that they're doing is to, um, uh, they, they want to talk about um, social injustices and everything else. I understand that. Okay? I, I got you on that. You, you want to talk about concerns about racial injustice and ways to address it. Fair and reasonable to bring that up. Another thing that they were doing and part of the reason that the schools are banding together now, Chip, uh, I want to see what you have to say about this uh, because they want safe play. They want to fight racial injustice, right? Um, The secure economic rights and fair compensation that I, uh, again, that was a conversation we had last week. I don't think that should be in there the one thing that they are doing is they're trying to protect all sports at the colleges. So from a financial standpoint, part of their demands are are protections to keep the existing sports either by cutting pay to the coaches and the administrators or some of these colleges have billions and billions of dollars in endowment funds that they use for other things. So they're saying, stop cutting all the other sports. Those are athletes too not just basketball and football, which in all college sports, I'm sorry, those are the two biggest ones. Say what you want. They may generate the most money. So these uh, players from these schools are going that the bigger names, football and basketball, are going, hey, we don't think it's right that you want us to play, but you're cutting all the other programs. that They should be kept on as well. So it's so, not just a football thing or a basketball game, but these teams are going, um, if Pac-12, if they have like – rowing teams and, 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 volleyball teams and, and all these in soccer and all of this. And they're going, well, these, th- these other sport programs are going to cut left and right because there isn't money. And these players from bigger sports are going, that's bull. Find the money. If the show has to go on for thus you need to find a way for the show to go on for them.
2: Yeah. So I was, I, I was unaware that they had canceled classes for it i thought that they so were some of the colleges starting. not all some of them yeah they went so to an online th-
1: format this is the
2: one reason why i thought that they would not have football this year this season was for a lot of the reasons that you brought up that they are bringing
1: not it up. Going back to campus
2: <laughs> if the student if the rest of the student body is not going to campus then i don't see it right to ask the players to come back um now again, I a lot of that was probably later on in the article, and it wasn't mm-hmm. at the top. I just read, I read honestly, I read the tar- first part of it, and I was like thrown off by it because it was talking about how the players are banding together and that they were yeah. exercising their right because they they didn't want to come play because of safety issues. And and I didn't, I apologize that I was being a little bit ignorant and did not read the rest of it to know that that's one of the, why that, that they didn't bring back the students. I think that. I agree with the players on that, that they should not be forced to play if the students are not going to be there as well. Um, that's kind of putting athletes above the students. And it's the reason why it's called a student athlete is because you are a student first and an athlete second. Um, so I can side with the players on on, on that sense. Uh, I think lumping in a lot of the other stuff in there is, is hoopla. Um, I think your only argument should be that, that – because of the other foremost
1: t- the safety.
2: Yeah. Like, well, not necessarily safety, but you aren't bringing back the other students. You aren't bringing back the other sports. You shouldn't be bringing us back and argument right there. It doesn't need to lump anything else into it. That should be the argument. Um, I think I'd a lo- lot of lumping all I'd- this other stuff is to just add fluff to the argument.
1: Well, it, but you know what though? Um, like everything else going on and it's been a crazy year. Um, with everything else going on, I, I think this is the way they were finally like: we have a platform, we have things we want to say, we need to get their attention, and and believe me, this got the attention.
2: Yeah, like, I wasn't I I was, it all I wasn't Referencing
1: to that, what you were saying, I was referencing more to like
2: the, the economic and the well, financial yeah. well, compensation. That that stuff doesn't it, need to be lumped into
1: that. Yeah. The the the, the yes. Because there's still laws and the laws are still being written. They're trying to deal with that. I don't think that should have been addressed now. Um, And let me ask you this also, because there is another part in the article. When I read it, I went, wow. Um, And and you can personally uh, chime in on this one. So one of the other things they, they put in there, they don't say why. And I'm very curious as to why, although I have an idea They want to be able to have a sixth-year athletic scholarship. Six years. Why? I'm thinking. I
2: honestly – I honestly – that makes no sense to me. I don't know Um, why. There's no reason to have a sixth-year unless you're thinking of being a graduate student and and playing. But I don't even know if you can be a graduate student and play. Like, I just – that's the only thing that I can think of the reason for you to be having a six year is that you want to you're pl- already planning on going to grad school. But a lot of people who are getting scholarships aren't using six years worth of scholarship. They're mm. using like three or four and then they're leaving.
1: So that I don't I don't um, understand that, the six year at all. I, I, I read that and I was just baffled.
2: I don't know. I don't know enough about athletic scholarships to, to say one way or the other. That they well, want I mean, a sixth year. they
1: The reason I want to bring it up is because your athletic scholarships, if you play sports, there's rules. Normally you get four years and depending on the situation, you can get like granted a waiver for a fifth year. But the general rule is it's normally four years.
2: The only thing I could say about that is, is, is they want a, a sixth year in there for their existing five years in case there's a like injury or there's a COVID, the
1: season gets shut down.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like a COVID se- the season gets shut down or you get COVID and you can't play or you're in the hospital or something like that. Like that's the only thing like that I can say is like, there's like, there's a significant injury that they're worried about this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why they have it, the ability for you to get a medical red shirt so that you can play a fifth season. I don't know why you would have to have a medical red shirt for two years.
1: So I, I was uh, just I was totally puzzled when I saw that. I'm like, six years? Are you kidding me? Like
2: Yeah, I, I can't explain that reasoning behind you. That would be something I'd
1: have to research. So you and it. I were both but, lost on that one. It wasn't just me. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I that one I am not familiar with why, but gotcha. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I will I respectfully you have changed my mind on this. Um I agree with the players. Um as far as from the from what they're saying that if if they're not bringing back the students, there's no reason to bring back the athletes. Like that, just to me is ridiculous. Um, I know there were some that were saying that they were going to have limited st- fans in the stands and I guess I, I lumped the two together and just kind of assumed that they were bringing the students back before um, that. But, um, I do apologize to the listeners out there as I was preemptive in judgment. Um, and that show that goes to show everybody that we can definitely change our opinions um, on things, um, we're not set in stone with them. Um, if there's a good reasoning, we we can definitely change them. Um, so the last thing I did want to mention uh, on our random topics before we we uh, wind down the show, um, the Philadelphia Union are in the semifinals of the MLS's back tournament.
1: Woohoo! How big is the smile on your face? Uh,
2: I, I I I was ecstatic when I when I was watching the game the other <laughs> night, and they were destroying the competition. Um, so they're in the semifinals, they're playing Portland, uh, Orlando versus Minnesota is the other semifinal game. It'll be happening. Uh, I know our game is Wednesday. I'm not sure about their game. Um, and then the, the finals will probably be next week sometime. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to that, um, and having the union win. Um, cause the winner of the tournament gets put into the, uh, the new, uh, tournament cup that they're doing between like the I think it's called the CONCACAF cup um which they're doing between they're gonna have like the Mexican teams versus the MLS teams kind of like how they do the FA cup mm-hmm. um and, and the like European cups and all that kind of stuff they're trying to do one for the the North American uh leagues so the winner of this tournament gets an automatic bid into it so It'll be our first major championship of the union, um, and it's it's super exciting. So I'm super excited for that.
1: So I got to say, for you, man, Philly sports seem to be on a roll.
2: Yep, yep, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we're going to win every major championship this year.
1: you want to make a bet on that? Nope. Nope. <laughs> awesome. Well, man, guess what? We are at that point. You know what it's time for? The amazing, awesome favorite part of the show.
0: It's time for Chips Chumps. Bad plays. Bad players. Awful calls. Poor sportsmanship. The worst of the week with Chips Chumps.
2: So we have a very interesting Chips Chumps this week for you guys. Uh, I'm just going to get right into it. Number five. All right, so number five goes to the Miami Marlins. Because of their ineptitude in following the rules, we now have games stacked upon games, and the union have to play has agreed to seven inning doubleheaders. We ask for more baseball. We like baseball. We want to see baseball. We want to see full games of baseball. We don't want to see these half played seven inning games and on doubleheaders. Like I want to see a nine inning game of baseball followed by another nine inning game of baseball. I don't want to see, let's let us just try to throw in as many, like, sort of pseudo games to then play as many games as possible. No, no, that doesn't fly for me. So Miami Marlins, moron. Number four. So number four also goes to the Miami Marlins. Because of their, again, ineptitude in following the rules that were set by the MLB. They have now cost multiple games, which has now questioned the NFL into playing their games because they're not playing in a quote-unquote bubble like the NBA and the NHL. So therefore, everyone's doubting the fact that the NFL was actually going to play games. So again, Miami-Irelands, because of your whatever, you decided to do some stupid stuff and get Uh, an outbreak of COVID and and, and jeopardize not only your sport, not only the other teams, but the NFL as well. Because now a lot of people are opting out of the NFL because they're scared of what this could do if it goes through each clubhouse. So Miami Marlins, morons. Number three. So number three goes to the Miami Marlins because of all of their – Testing positive and not telling the Phillies that they were gonna that they had tested positive that they had symptoms, went and played the Phillies and caused all the Phillies to have to be quarantined and not play for a week. So I went without the Philadelphia Phillies playing baseball for an entire week, uh, entire almost 10 days, and postponing a lot of the games of them playing. Now I gotta see a whole bunch of these half-played games because the Miami Marlins. I'm just try to stay on track and not get too upset, because the Miami Marlins decided that they were going to, you know, do whatever they wanted and not follow social distancing, not wearing masks, not following the simple guidelines that the MLB had put out there, and jeopardizing the season. So not only did they affect their own team, but now they're affecting my team, which makes me even more infuriated at them. Thank God that it came back that the Phillies. Followed the structures and the guidelines that they had. And and nobody has only one person has tested positive and it's not traced back to the Marlins. Thank God. So Miami Marlins, moron. Number two. So number two goes to the Miami Marlins, because again, they decided to do what they wanted to do, causing a multitude of tests. Now that, 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 almost like 10 to 20% uh 20% of the the games have to be rescheduled so now we're going to have again these seven inning games and we're going to have a whole bunch more double headers we're going to have a whole much more uh, chance of injury they had to revamp all the scheduling it was all set out nice and easy all you had to do was follow the guidelines and the rules and not do anything stupid i know you don't care about your season but now it's affecting every other buddy else's season because You decided to do this, and and it it all started with them sending a group text out to each other like, should we play or should we not play? Think about the rest of baseball. I know you guys aren't going to do anything this season, but you really screwed everybody else's seasons up. So Miami Marlins, morons. Number one. Now, this should not go to any shocker to anybody. Number one goes to Miami Marlins because, again, they decided to, and this is what it stemmed from, from them to why they were out in Atlanta before they were starting the season, they went out to a bar and didn't wear masks, didn't socially distance, partied, and contracted the coronavirus. You went to one of the hottest areas in the nation without following simple, smart guidelines. And you almost jeopardized not only your sport, other sports, not only your team, other teams, and the integrity of us watching sports again. You idiots. What, what part of following normal CDC guidelines, MLB guidelines, just normal, like, human, simple stuff did you guys not understand? All because you guys wanted to go out and to a bar. Like, really? Really? You could have done that three months from now when the season's over? When you could have done whatever you wanted? Now you pretty much cost all the things that I've just said? Miami Marlins.
1: Moron. Uh, there we go. Chips chumps. Chip, Especially- normally we have a, a little discussion about this back and forth. There is nothing to say. It speaks for itself
2: every every day this week i got more and more infuriated when i heard more and more news of games getting canceled of positive tests of this thing basically almost going completely off the rails and it was it it just it it made my blood boil every time i got in the car
1: and unfortunately with everything that happened with this and from their moronic behavior now like you said we have the commissioner and other sports going we need we might need to go back and look at this i mean you, you want to yeah, talk I mean, about screwing up a season i mean i can't think of another way to screw up a season
2: it, it, and it, it, it they they screwed it up before it even started like that's like they that's the worst, worst. like it, i, I would have been like ooh like okay like they they got COVID because of of something that had happened and then they passed it along all that stuff. But then the one to hear that they went out to a bar and that's why they got COVID. Yeah. I, that just that that just takes the cake. Like, what thought process was <laughs> going through your head? Again.
1: Is that what you're saying? <laughs> ah. it and I know I noticed during the week you and I were talking and we're like, you know, what's what's next. Then hell, hey, did you read the news? Like, please stop. You know, yeah. we even had people coming up to us going, hey, did you hear? And we're like, we don't want to talk about it. Will you guys have a sports podcast? I know that. We we don't want to talk about this right now. Hey, what, <laughs> well, what, did me,
2: what, what did you, you know, say to me? What did you say to me on on Monday? Take it for the Miami Marlins to ruin the season for everybody.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and that's it. There's no other way to spin it. But uh you know what? Let, let's end the show on the high note. Let's go ahead and hit the
0: buzzer. It's the final buzzer, the last moments of the show. Okay,
1: here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. All right, everybody, you heard it. We're here at the final buzzer. Um, Chip and I have had an opportunity here now for a couple of seconds to calm down briefly but i just want to say chip all that ranting i did at baseball with look at all the garbage we had to go through to get there and now this <laughs> that's it that's all i'm gonna say
2: <laughs> you're gonna make my blood boil again
1: yes but you know what let uh let's change gears then and give you something to be happy about chip movie of the week
2: yeah so the movie of this week i'm sticking with the the basketball theme um i did a basketball movie this week just because basketball started up this this past uh thursday um and i went with one that i really like and it has to do with college basketball it's the sixth man uh with with um that was made in 1997 um it's basically about a college basketball team that's on the brink of winning a national championship and they're they start in their season and they're or they're predicted to win the national championship they have two stars And in one of the first couple games of the season, one of the players goes up and and basically has a heart attack when he dunks the ball and dies on the court. Um, And uh, it goes through their season about how they're not doing as well. They can't cope with it. And all of a sudden, um, the player who died came back and is now a ghost, quote-unquote, and playing uh, as their sixth man on the court and making each one of their teammates like ridiculous stats off the, off the chart, um, basically because he can, you know, joyride rate the game for them. Um, and it, it's actually a pretty heartwarming film and it's pretty cool. Um, but the quote of the week that goes from this, uh, there's, there's a few of them that are pretty funny, but this one just took the cake. Um, so it's, you should forget about females stick to Nintendo. <laughs>
1: Would you consider that good advice?
2: I would call it advice.
1: (laughs) Interpret it how you wish. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Awesome. Uh, Good chuckle there. Hey, man. uh, Another one in the books. A lot of news to cover, but also just to be able to talk about all the games taking place. It's a good feeling, man. We've been chomping at the bit for months to have this opportunity.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's super exciting. Um, I, I don't even know what's going to be in store for next week's show. We're going to, we're going to have to put something together that doesn't make three hours worth of material. So look forward for the upcoming weeks. Cause we're going to, we're going to, we're hitting the ground running and we're, we're going to keep on rolling.
1: Awesome, man. Well, uh, like I said, that'll go ahead and do it. We'll talk to you all next week. We thank you all for joining us. And with that being said, we're out.
0: You've been listening to Sportscasters Anonymous. Your opinion may differ, but that doesn't mean you're right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. We hope you were intrigued or at least entertained. You can find the podcast on all the major networks. Find us on Discord and Patreon at Random Chatter. Hook up on the website at randomchatter.com and browse through the merchandise at randomchatter.com slash store. We'll see you next time. This is Sportscast. Masters Anonymous, signing off.